Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Nineteen Fifty Studios is producing its first ever cartoon for a streaming service. Staple City is about a woman named Karen. She is a police officer in this crazy town where everyone's trying to be the next star or influencer. All right, this is the Duplass City pilot written by Kelly Driscoll. Good morning, Dupla. Here's some surprising news. Once again, Dupla City has been named the most desirable place to live by the Dupla Times for the 10th straight year in a row. Mostly, I hope that it speaks to women and we can all find like this common ground. So please go to Kickstarter slash Dupla City. It's called Dupla City. D-O-O-P-L-A City. We're doing the starter campaign to gain interest and to hopefully find some strategic partners. He turns the light off in his office and shuts the door. End of episode. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Don't forget to go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. And guess what, guys? It's Halloween season. Yay. Although in my house, it has been Halloween season since August. (laughs) See, I can't oversaturate. If I oversaturate, I get bored with it. So Uh I don't start until October 1st. Mm-hmm. my job started playing Halloween music at the beginning of September. And I'm like, I'm going to be done with this by the end of the month. Like I can't <laughs> do this, That's but I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm starting. I mean, it's, it's the season for Hocus Pocus and Yay. 
the Halloween Town movies and Yay. you know the horror movies, which I don't watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's over there at you guys' house. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Although I did watch Hocus Pocus for the third time yesterday. I love it. I mean, <laughs> guys, there. I mean, if you have not heard before, we get to our actual topic because this is not our topic. Mm-hmm. They are doing another Hocus Pocus movie. If you have not heard, we've yes. talked about it already, but I'm just going to bring it up again because it's Halloween season. It is, it is going to be out next year, which we're so Ooh. excited for. I don't know if I can wait. I know. I'm sad that it's not this year. But I know. Something to look forward to. With COVID and pull it, pushing everything backwards. Wow. COVID. Ugh. But... That is not what we're talking about this month. Oh, maybe next year is a Hocus Pocus month because we'll have oh, a sure new one. Is, it sure is going to be. It yeah, sure next is year be. is going to be Hocus Pocus. But this year, this year is where we are. This year is where we're focused. And we're talking all about Tim Burton, Woo-hoo. Disney's favorite, pretty much Halloween-esque director, yes. writer, yes. producer. He's all the things. Yeah. And Sammy did the awesome background work Uh, of tim burton and even though she probably doesn't feel like it's awesome because it's not that much she's still awesome for trying to find it all so thank you sammy take it away yes so like ashley was saying this tim burton fellow was a bit difficult to research (laughs) i ended up on wikipedia for some of this and that is a big no-no i never go on wikipedia for actual facts you know she was desperate (laughs) Yeah, we all know how Wikipedia is, but there is just not a lot about Tim Burton himself as opposed to his film work, which, you know, that's an easy thing to look up. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense based on how he is. So I can't really complain about him being more private and not having all of his business everywhere constantly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but I still got a decent amount of stuff on him. Things I did yeah. not know either, because I did not really know a whole lot about Tim Burton. I don't honestly. know much about him. Yeah, so this was fun to research. So, as Ashley said, <laughs> Tim Burton is a director, he's a producer, and a screenwriter. He grew up loving classic horror films that were produced by this guy named Roger Corman. I don't really know that much about Roger Corman, honestly, I didn't really look him up, but apparently he's very well known for producing horror films back when you know Tim Burton was growing up so there you go and that's important because it'll tie back in in a second to some things he did so Tim Burton actually majored in animation at the California Institute of Arts which may sound familiar to you especially if you have listened to episodes of the past that we have produced because a lot of people from Pixar and Disney graduate from there so like of course he went there and what did he do he got the attention of Disney and he ended up with a job as a Disney animator upon his graduation in 1980. Interestingly enough, he was only there about a year <laughs> before he decided that he didn't really want to do that. But he was an animator on classics like The Fox and the Hound and Tron and The Black yeah. Cauldron, which we're just going to kind of classic get mm. over that. Mm-hmm. That was sarcasm when we got to that. I'm sorry. It doesn't read well, but... Okay, that can we not, just can we sit here for a second for animator? I didn't know this. I didn't know he was. An I animator. didn't know he was an animator. Nope. Especially like if you watch Fox and the Hound and if you watch The Black Cauldron, it's not 
his type of animation. <laughs> no. At all. <laughs> no. So it's like, how would you even, I've never seen Tron, so I don't know what like animation they put into that live action movie, but it's like, this is Tim Burton's work? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sure? I mean, granted, he was not like a lead animator or anything on it. So no. he probably had very little to no input on anything he was doing. Well, yeah, Black Cauldron would have been like a thousand times better if he had actual input on that one. But he was not well known enough nope. <laughs> to get that opportunity yet. Redo uh, it in Tim Burton style. Or just, yeah, something. So, Maybe someday we'll get it. A... Because the storyline's not bad. It's how they presented it was, ugh. Maybe someday we'll get a rewrite Maybe. of the Black Cauldron. Anywho. So <laughs> in 1982, Tim Burton released the award-winning short called Vincent. It actually paid tribute to Vincent Price, who was the main villain of the Roger Corman films that he grew up enjoying. So mm -hmm. that's how that all tied in together. And Vincent was distributed by Buena Vista Distribution, which should sound familiar because they are part of the Disney company. So they're mm -hmm. Already, Disney is helping back things that he is doing, even at that mm -hmm. young age. Yeah. So, in 1984, he released Frankenweenie, which was, yes, the original Frankenweenie, we'll say that, yeah. which was a short, and it was produced by Walt Disney Pictures, and again, distributed by Buena Vista Distribution. <laughs> but this did not work out so well for Mr. Tim Burton, even though Frankenweenie is a big success, like, it was successful for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Disney did not appreciate it and fired him for using studio money to make a movie that was too scary for children. <laughs> I'm sorry, but hello. Okay. But you know, it's Tim Burton, but okay. It just made me laugh. But obviously but there he wasn't, wasn't Tim Burton yet. Like yeah. it wasn't, he was yeah. still starting. They exactly. didn't realize like the amazingness he was about to give us and the the bad blood obviously did not remain because as we've all discussed soon he was back eventually working with disney and see, all seemed well but a good thing that came out of frank and weenie for him was that paul rubens was so impressed by his live action short that he commissioned burton to direct peewee's big adventure in 1985 and this movie was pretty popular it was a big success and so it kind of opened some doors for tim burton and it's the first time that he worked with Danny Elfman, who is a well-known composer and has mm -hmm. done many Disney-related things mm -hmm. and many things for Tim Burton, which I will bring up again later in our discussion. Yeah. So this is when things took off for him in 1988. He directed Beetlejuice, and then he formed his own production company right after that called Tim Burton Productions, because obviously he did pretty well from Beetlejuice. So not a Disney movie, but... A big, big movie for Tim Burton. And I personally watch this every Halloween. Yep. I love I like Beetlejuice, it. even though it's ridiculous. <sighs> so in 1989, he directed Batman, which was another giant win for Tim Burton. Because, I mean, Batman, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I, I know not everybody is a fan of the Tim Burton Batman because it is like a Tim Burton-esque in a certain sense it's not gonna be like like these days you have like your very classic like way they do the comic book movies and you know tim burton is not gonna follow that path exactly but this is one of the better batman movies. i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying i know okay. some people are a little like you know well but it, it did gross 
hundred million in his first ten days. So it did because DC movies have not had the best people doing them. No, because they followed up this movie with the George Clooney Batman, and that tanked. Now, so Michael mm-hmm. Keaton's one of the yes. top. It's the Michael Keaton Batman. If you guys yes, don't know which one is. that is, mm-hmm. um, with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Which hello course mm-hmm. it makes so much sense the joker being tim burton-esque um, yeah Michael that's what Keaton i'm saying one of yeah. the better mm-hmm. batmans yeah it's just it's very tim burton his yeah. hand is very much in it and i think oh, yeah. that's i think that's good but yeah yeah so in 1990 we have edward scissorhands which was co-written and directed by mr tim burton and our first johnny depp collaboration out of very, very many. So this movie is super weird. <laughs> and I cannot imagine anyone but Johnny Depp being the lead in this, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. It was perfectly cast. So I can see why once they collaborated on that, Tim Burton was probably like, we are best friends for life because yeah. they clearly get each other. And I think this movie really, really shows it. <laughs> he did return for Batman Returns in 1992 as the director. And then in 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas came out. Now, officially, if you look when it was released, it says Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, Mm -hmm. which is super interesting because he did come up with the story concept and he helped produce it, but he did not write the movie. He did not direct the movie. He just occasionally stopped by. There's a great show on Netflix that talks about how some movies were produced and this is one of them, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and Tim Burton was really not around for a lot of it because he was dealing with Batman Returns. So, just a fun fact there for you. And Disney put his name all over it, but he was not heavily involved in this actual movie. So, But did he, was he a part of like, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas is his first, first dip into his animation style that I think this was grow the- to love. This, I think, was actually the second movie that he did with the stop animation. But the first one, I don't remember what, what it was called, but it well, wasn't it like must, a big it one. Well, it wasn't like a big one. No. Mm-mm. So he, I mean, his name's on it because this animation style that he has decided to go with, with the cop, with, as the producer. Yes. But. new. The crew who worked on it, the animators he hired, they were the main ones. He would approve designs. Mm-hmm. and the way it looked definitely mm-hmm. but as far as actually creating the little characters and being on set when they were coming up with everything and officially doing some of the story changes and whatnot he did not do that really yeah i really you should check out that netflix series i need to check it out because i was just we, like what we all grow up thinking like this is gonna blow the bubble off of some people because some people who mm-hmm. love nightmare before christmas tim burton mm-hmm. think that tim this was like all like his thing he did it all and it's like wait a second what do you mean he didn't do it all what do you mean not him directing exactly so i believe this particular movie will be one that we will heavily discuss coming up in the next few yeah we need to because i love it's so interesting to me and i love watching it even though it's Mm -hmm. so freaking creepy and so weird but it's even santa's creepy it's awesome because it's so weird. <laughs> but also, since we will get more into this, but this movie was originally released under Touchstone Pictures, 
because the Walt Disney Pictures had originally said, okay, we'll release it. And then forgetting what happened with Frank and Weenie, apparently, they came in and they were like, oh, well, this is not a children's movie. So uh, we're going to we're gonna put this under Touchstone Pictures because this is not for kids. Now. But all the kids love it. However, yes, nowadays, if you go back and look, it will, ha- it will say it is a Walt Disney picture, though, because they eventually switched it back. Another fun fact that we will dive into. And the merch is I promise. Everywhere. Yes. There's a lot to discuss about the Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's why I'm like, yes, we have to do. Yeah. We have to do a whole thing. Right. All right. So 1994, Ed Wood, he directed and produced. Johnny Depp is once again in this movie. It was a touchstone film. So that's technically another Disney release Mm -hmm. right there. I don't know this movie. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I don't think I've actually ever seen Ed Wood. Like I can I've picture... seen almost all of Johnny Depp's movies and I have not seen her. I don't think I've one. seen this one. I know what, <laughs> what Johnny Depp looks like in it, but I don't I don't think I have actually seen this movie. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Batman Forever he produced in 1995. Now this is what I'm talking about. The studio was not really feeling this whole Tim Burton thing, and then they replaced him with a new director, and so he just became a producer on Batman Forever. Which destroyed the Batman movies because this is the George Clooney one, and it I was just, even George Clooney. That's why Clooney when you brought it up, day. I was like, "Well, we're gonna talk about this in a second. So. Oh yeah, sorry. Anyways, Ugh. in 1996, he helped produce James and the Giant Peach, which is another stop animation. See, now this one I thought he was more involved in, but he was just just a producer on it, mm. and this is based on a book by Ronald Dahl, so didn't obviously write it it was adapted yeah. but yeah. this and this one was released by walt disney pictures which is interesting because again it's kind of creepy when you well i think by 90s us 90s kids didn't really i mean we watched this in school we watched this one watched in school read the book in yeah school, read the book all the things so i think at this point disney's like okay there are kids don't mind some of the creepy facts the weirdness no yeah. we don't Mm-mm. we really don't or we didn't, and we're not kids anymore. Yeah, still don't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. In 1999, Sleepy Hollow came out, and he was the director. And guess who was in that? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. In 2005, <laughs> Tim Burton directed Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which Johnny Depp was in. He was. It's very, very weird. It's. I would not visit that chocolate factory. And this I love is chocolate. a this is a remake, people. Okay, it is. Just, if you don't realize this, if you're like a kid listening True. to this, mm-hmm. this is a remake. This is mm-hmm. not the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I love my Johnny Depp. Like I do. He's one of my favorites. But, but this? this was a little like I don't. I can't watch it ever again. Like if I I'm don't. gonna watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Actually, it's Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Willy Wonka, Factory. Yeah, is the, for the original. original. Mm-hmm. I will watch the original, not this but one. The original has some weird moments too. It does, but it's not as it's not on like, this level. Yes. Willy is not as creepy as Johnny Depp makes him in this movie. That face. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's like okay, Jeff. Okay, stop. stop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it might be a good Halloween movie. <laughs> Maybe. <Interesting. laughs> Also, in 2005, The Corpse Bride came out, and Tim Burton produced that. So this overlapped a little bit with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So Mm. Tim Burton was a little bit busy trying to handle both, and Johnny Depp was voicing in The Corpse Bride. 
and starring in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. So they were very busy people at this time. Yeah. But I love The Corpse Bride. It's a Warner Brothers produced movie. However, Disney constantly would play it on ABC Family. So as far as I'm concerned, it is a Disney movie. (laughs) I think it's on Disney Plus now. I think it is. I have, I meant to double check that before today and I forgot, but I don't care because it was on ABC Family. And I'm, like I said, that makes it a Disney movie. So there you go. (laughs) In 2000, wait, what? Okay, let's, we should probably make, we should probably let everyone know, like, this isn't his whole list. This is just- I could not do I, the whole list. That's I just insane. want to make sure people know this. Like this these is not like his whole list. Big movies that these are his big like. movies that you have connection to Disney in some way, shape, or form. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Because yeah. he did like putting like, that out there. <laughs> like Planet of the Apes was a huge movie for him, and I think mm-hmm. oh shoot, is that that might have been Touchstone? Here. I don't remember. So that might have been, but I yeah, I'm trying to yeah. do more things that were more. Not no, you're it's good. Not fantastical, I just, but it's not in my area of. Yeah, no. This is yeah. this is a great list. I just yeah. want like if there's someone listening who's never heard about like know much about Tim Burton, I want you to know like there's, there's more no out there. But yeah. we're just giving you what. Then my Sammy list would have been very long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be here two hours. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. So in 2007, Johnny Depp makes another appearance in Sweeney Todd and Tim Burton is the director. This one I just think is interesting because it was a musical. So that was a little bit different for, it was. for what he'd been doing. It's not mm-hmm. a you know a Disney movie. It's definitely not what I would say kid appropriate, but it is interesting because of the musical aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 2010 and in 2016, we had the Alice in Wonderland movies that came out produced by Walt Disney Pictures. The first movie Tim Burton directed, but the second one he did not. He was only a producer on the film. He was not really that heavily involved in it. Probably why it didn't do as well as the first one. I don't like it. I like the first. I don't like the second one. I'm not a fan. Okay, number one, if you don't know, Johnny's in this one as well. Yes, Johnny Literally, he's in like half of his movies. Yes, yes. And he's the Mad Hatter, which works great for him. Mm-hmm. The first Alice in Wonderland is fantastic because it's not based on her being a little kid mm-hmm. going to Wonderland. It's her, like, she gets sucked back in as an adult. So yes. I think it was awesome for us who grew up with Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon, to be like, oh, as an adult, we can get sucked back into Wonderland. That's mm-hmm. awesome. The second one, she's coming back. I don't even remember the premise for this. Oh, the time Mad- guy. Yeah, because the Mad Hatter's sad about his family or something something yes and and it was it had its good moments Mm. and then it had its what are you doing a lot of those yeah i think they adapt they didn't adapt it as well to the actual book from lewis carroll because looking through the looking glass is actually a novel very weird novel lewis was on something like seriously he was on something when he wrote these yeah so yeah, I think if he directed it, I think it would have went better. Yeah, I wish that adaptation would have been a little more. Even the book is weird, but what they did was just weirder. So it wasn't the. I think it just didn't. It wasn't a good story. I don't think. It didn't feel like they fully went into the. I don't just, know. I can't explain it. Yeah. 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 <sighs> so, in 2019, Dumbo, the remake, live action remake, came out, and he. Tim Burton directed this one for Walt Disney Pictures. Again, I am 
not a particular fan of this Dumbo because the Dumbo looks weird, but he does look very Tim Burton-esque. But I just was not a fan of the story. Or I haven't seen it. I you don't have to. It's I'm not, not going that to. great, but yeah. Anyway, so that was the most recent thing, you know, as far as related to Disney and whatnot that came out. But mm-hmm. Tim Burton's always working on something, so. Speaking of which, and since we're on the topic, content, <laughs> Ash, on the topic, I was on Facebook this morning and they are announcing Tim Burton's The Addams Family. Mm-hmm. Ah! So there you go. So if you love The Addams Family growing up, there's like, there's been like a, the original I think was an old live action. I don't remember what year it was made in. I think it was, it was black and white. So it was old. Very old. Yeah. And then they did the, they've done a bunch of animated series throughout their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is a live action, and guess who's starring? Who Adam could Beth. it be? <laughs> so who's going to be watching it? Us, this girl. Both of us. <laughs> People think Honestly. I'm so weird for my love of Johnny because they think he's odd. And he like, is odd. That's why. why I guess why I like, I like him. him. Exactly. He's a big weirdo. Like it's fine. So weird. But I love him. So yeah, that will be coming in 2022 that Tim is working on right now. So that is cool. really exciting. I don't know if he's writing, producing or or directing i have no clue they didn't say just said mm-hmm. tim burton's the adams family but apparently tim burton doesn't have to do much to be on there as tim burton so <laughs> exactly. we'll Does not figure out what he does we'll figure all that out when it comes out exactly so anywho. all right in 2009 and 2010 he tim burton actually had an exhibit over of over 700 drawings and paintings at the new york mm. city's Me- museum of modern art i did not know this i was just like it's really cool, cool. Apparently even had some stuff they collected where he had drawn on napkins and things. I was just like, that's that's legit though. I would have enjoyed to see that. Yeah. That would have been just oh, yeah. that been very, awesome. very cool to see. He was romantically linked to Helena Bonham Carter in 2001. They had a son, Billy, in 2003 and a daughter, Nell, in 2007. But unfortunately, they separated in 2013. It doesn't feel that long. It doesn't, like, I feel but like it's a long just time happened. Now. But literally, it was in 2014. It's like really that was that long ago. But like we discussed off air, if Ben and Jen can get back together, <laughs> there is still hope for right. Tim and Helena. So never Maybe. give up. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> he was a Muppet performer in the Muppet movie in 1979. I have no idea. Talk about that. I, f- I feel like we may have brought it up and I can't remember if we did or not, but I was just like, just in case, so throw it in here. <laughs> I want to know what Muppet he did. I can't I, remember. It didn't say, because there's no freaking information on the interwebs about him. It just Well, said this is was... when you go to IMBD. That was a lot of work, and I had already spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> IMBD is not that much work. Uh, let me know who you You keep going that. while I look. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, Danny Elfman composed the music for all of Tim Burton's feature films, except for three of them, so it's a lot. And he also did the music for The Nightmare Before Christmas as well. The most frequent collaborators with Tim Burton are, what a surprise, Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter, Christopher Lee, and Michael Gow. Go? I don't know. Who are you? I'm not actually sure who this person is, but he was in a lot of his movies. So, hmm. yeah. 
Oh, he was uncredited, by the way. They don't even have a name for the person he was. Well, I guess probably because it was 1979, which was very early into Burton's career. So, yeah. Yeah, that may be why. So that's why, yeah, they didn't say. Now I know who he is. He is, I mean, he's older from what I know, but like the first four Batman movies, so Mm -hmm. the ones that did, he was Alfred. Oh, okay. Older, I don't know what other stuff he's been in when in, in his younger years, mm-hmm. but in his older years, he's Alfred in literally all the Batman movies. I love it. There you Batman go. So that's probably when he... But Alfred never does. <laughs> that's probably where Tim Burton collected him then, was it the... Probably. Because it's like, you know, he just collects these people as he goes along and works he with does. them. I like you. Okay, you come with me. I like you. <laughs> all right. So over his career, Tim Burton has gotten two Academy Award nominations, three BAFTA Award nominations, one Emmy Award win, and one Golden Globe win as well. In 2008, he was honored with a Scream Immortal Award for his unique interpretation of horror and fantasy by the Producer Guild of America. I thought that was very fitting for Tim Burton. Yep. And yep. he was given something called a Golden Lion for Lifetime Achievement at the 64th Venice International Film Festival. He was just like, all right, you go, Tim Burton. Okay, nice. okay. So, you know, he has not won as many awards as I maybe thought he might have. But then again, he's weird and the Academy is not They're super very... into weirdness. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't always award that, but fans enjoy it. So, and we're what matters more, you know, more than some of these awards. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he's never won like a People's Choice Award or something. I, maybe he's too weird for the people. But we're the people. Yeah. But the, who's those people that vote on those things? Like 12 year olds. Have you ever, no. I don't know the last time I voted in a People's Choice thing other than when I was a teenager. <laughs> when I got to be a certain age, I just did not care anymore <laughs> to, to even watch it, let alone yeah. vote in it. So, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the issue there. So, yeah, that's what I got on our lovely Tim Burton that we'll be hanging out with for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of great things. I think it's hilarious. Like, I wonder if we can find any more information about how he reconciled with Disney. Because I would like to see what... There was like no reference because I was interested in that too because it said Disney fired him. And I was like, wait, this is like the third thing I wrote down about him. What? Because <laughs> I know he's fired gonna him. Back. He's going to be. And I thought maybe this website I was looking at because I can't remember which one it was. Maybe they exaggerated it, right? And then I found it like two more times where they used the words Disney fired Tim Burton. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> okay then. But. I mean, clearly they came around. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's something to do with, right, like, everyone well, changes over presidents. Yeah, pro- you know, the producers, other people that are making the films, everybody changes, right? Things switch around. Yeah. And whoever came into play a little bit later was just like, you guys are stupid. We're going to bring Tim Burton back because he's awesome and weird. Yeah, it doesn't even say like on the Disney website that has the page. No, that not why they brought him. They didn't even acknowledge that they fired, <laughs> they fired him. him. Exactly. Disney does not say, "Hey, once upon a time we fired him," and then we were like, "You know what? You're cool. You can come back." No, nothing. They're just like, "Yeah, our best friend Tim Burton." I think the first page I found it on was actually AMC had like a profile on Tim Burton oh, that, AMC yeah. movie theaters. 
And I was just like, hold on, AMC says what? This has to be kind of legit because AMC, you know, I trust yeah. a little bit more. And then, like I said, I found it like two more places where it said Disney fired him. But he made it back. So we're, we're much, much better off for that. The fact that he worked. Oh my home. gosh, yeah. 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 For all of these Disney related sort of things that he did. Yeah, produce. definitely. Thank mm-hmm. you, Tim Burton. We're excited to talk about your movies. So, uh, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, people. We have no clue what we're talking about in the next three weeks. Like, what order of what? Because no. there's so much. We, we're planning that after this filming. We will know shortly. Life of a podcaster. Of long distance podcasters. Because, yes. I mean, you know, we're in two different states and yes. have two different schedules and all yes. the things. But anywho. So, we definitely will be talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas at some point this month. 100%. I'm guessing we're going to talk about it's probably gonna be more his disney stuff probably do alice in wonderland or maybe just all his connections with johnny i don't know we'll see there's so many Um, options there's so many options that we can go so just hold on tight and get ready for the roller coaster because if you've been on a rock and roller coaster we're starting to go backwards and we'll take off soon (laughs) i like it did you hear the news about rock and roller coaster did we talk about this yet which news? Because I've been seeing conflicting things about. Well, they, they don't or... know. Okay, so they're they're re- we think they're refurbishing the guitar. It's all scaffolded off, so we don't know if they're refurbishing it or destroying it. Who knows? Who knows with Disney? And then we still don't know if Aerosmith is still going to be the music in there. They haven't decided yet if they're going to move forward. There's just all these things happening where it's like, don't take away our roller coaster. Don't do it. I, it could use an update. How old is this already? I mean, seriously, it could use an update. I mean, it's been around since... When did it open? It opened in the 90s. Like, we're talking 20-some years at this point. Yeah, I mean, the the theme can... the the Like, the band and stuff could update, but don't yes. take away the guitar. Well, don't no, not that part. the rock and roll part of it. Yes, but I feel like the... It could be, the but the problem is, I was talking to my mom about this. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but let's think about this. What, we don't have like rock and roll bands anymore. Like we don't got no one like that anymore. There's no one like that relevant that that music could like pump in your ears mm-hmm. and be awesome in a roller coaster. Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? No, we came and do One Direction. They're gone. Harry Styles. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Who, who are the puppet Ariana Grande? Seriously, I'm not going to listen to Ariana Grande while I'm going through a roller coaster. Like, no. you, they got to they gotta have someone who who everyone loves. And Aerosmith, even though they're not relevant, mm-hmm. they're still a band that's classic and timeless and everybody loves. Yeah, that is like, true. The only thing I can think of them doing is doing like 70s and 80s rock bands and it's just a bunch of different bands, like different Maybe songs they that could, goes through. Maybe they could rotate them so you never know what band you're going to get. Like when you go to Star Tours and you never really know what's going to oh, happen. yeah. Then they could yeah, just do that good. at the roller coaster and then we could be like different that. bands and you don't know who you're going to take a ride with. I like it. Just like a random band comes up. But a lot of these bands are like dead. We can't even do the... Eh, Disney has a lot of money and they can probably figure it out. That's true. If they, can put, if they can put Carrie's face on somebody. They, they can, can do, do whatever they want to do. Yes, <laughs> Disney has no problems. They can do whatever they want to do. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed learning about Tim Burton or yes. 
somewhat learning about Tim Burton. As much as we could. Yeah, Tim, you you need to, I mean, we get your privacy, but yeah, you're killing us. You're killing us. I know. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. We'll be posting mm-hmm. stuff about Tim and his movies and all the fun mm-hmm. things this month. Mm-hmm. It's at Pixie Dust Twins Podcast. And then, of course, you can also check out me and Samantha's personal but it's it's business our our instagram accounts where we post other stuff and fun things about ourselves as well check out our facebook page if you're listening and haven't checked out our youtube channel where you can see our lovely faces i would definitely definitely go there and then on our website sammy what can they do on our website because there's a couple things that we normally can do and then there's one new thing that's happening Yes. So limitlessbroadcasting.com. There's always information about all of the podcasts that we produce on there. Information links to our Patreon account too, where you can donate and get cool prizes. And one of them gets you to hang out with us. And there's also information about the cartoon that we're producing called Dupless City. There's a Kickstarter that is still live. So if you want to go check that out, just put in D-O-O-P-L-A City. It'll pop up on Kickstarter. It'll give you more information about what's going on there, but it's It's a really cool cartoon that we're producing. It's more geared towards adults. So it won't be on the the Disney podcast anytime soon. (laughs) But it's got a woman as a lead. It's written by a woman. It's animated by a woman. I think that's super cool. And I highly recommend you go check that out as well. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. We will see you next week on whatever topic we decide to talk about with Tim Burton. Yes, I'm Tim Burton. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.